about time Then let me say what's on my mind I need a woman in heels I need a woman with a skill A woman who can hold down her own Go ahead and get gone Don't wanna level up on your own Yeah, it's the Lady Ball Show Well, round up girls, let's get it on It's the Lady Ball Show Guests leaving legacies on their own Yeah, it's the Lady Ball Show Well, round up girls, let's get it on It's the Lady Ball Show Round up your girls, get it on What's up, everybody? This is Veronica Chanel, and I want to thank you for keeping it locked to iWorship 96FM, where we play the best in indie and gospel music. You are listening to the host and the creator of Lunchtime Flow with the Lady Ball Show. It is lunchtime on the East Coast in the United States. Shout out to everybody who you um, are working, even if you're not working. Listen, I hope so far you have had a great week. It's Wednesday. It's midday. It's the hump day. So I hope you had a great week and hope you're having an awesome day. Remember not to let anything stress you out. Why? Because what did I say before? You were made in the likeness and the image of God. You have too much anointing and too much power to let anything on the face of this earth separate you from the love of God, number one, and number two, to get you out of character to try to make you look bad. No, you are a king and a queen in Jesus' name. Can I get a hallelujah? A hallelujah. That's a Shondo moment. Listen, listen, everybody. I was thinking, you know, I like to do my little, my little um, intro chitter-chatter discussion, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I was uh, thinking about testimony service. And my old church back in the day, we used to have testimony service. A lot of churches today don't do testimony service anymore. But I kind of miss it. I miss, you know, seeing the saints stand up. Can I do this? Hey, season saints, give me a minute. And the, the modern day church, give me a minute. Can I have just a just a quick, um, let me just have my, my little moment right here. I want to testify to y'all. I want to say, I want to give honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To the whole household of faith. I, I remember them days, honey. I thank God for the Trinity, for the heavenly host, and even the angels. Give on to the archangels. I want to give on to the pastor, to the speaker of the hour, to the saints, to the children, to the ushers. Thank God for the ushers. Uh, to the mother board, to the deacon board, to all the auxiliary. Thanks, God has been so good to me. I, I, if it had not been for him, I wouldn't be uh, standing here, sitting here right now talking to y'all. I would never made through the church door. I thank God for being in the land of the living. Number two, I thank God for making a way out of no way. When I look back over my life and I take time and I think and I look down my list, I realize just how significant this this almighty God, this supreme God, the God of Abraham, roll call, God of Abraham, the God of Moses, the God of Joshua, the God of Daniel, 
the God of Esther. My God, I feel it already. The God of David, the God of Israel has been so good to this Gentile woman. I want to thank Christ for what he have done. Thank him for his death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, I remember them days, boy, when then you go down the list and see how the Lord provided for me and just think about how he provided food for you. He provided shelter and how he protected me from seeing and unseen danger. Then then the seasoned saints would be in the background saying, oh yeah, glory to God. Then, then, then you hear somebody go, ah, I miss them days. See, now we, I'm, we you know, churches kind of shy away from testimony service, but that should not take away. That should not stop you from telling the goodness of the Lord. Every chance you get, tell your neighbor, tell your family member, tell your sister, tell your cousin, you know, speak on a platform where, it, heck, even, even your enemy, even those you may not be besties, they still probably listening to you and they still hear you if they're not deaf. They still hear you tell them of God's goodness. And so I want to do that quick Shondo flashback moment, you know, back in the church. <laughs> I guess that's what you call it. Who remember that? Who remember going through protocol has been established? You know, especially if you presiding, you want, you got to stand up. I remember those days in my old church. Um, shout out to United Holy Church of America. When you stand up, you had to do protocol, go, you know, go down the licks and be like, did I miss anybody? If I miss anybody, don't charge it to me now. Don't charge it to my head, not to my heart. <laughs> I miss those days. Now the church has become more modern because the churches are larger and they have more things going on. And so they try to condense um, the, the the time. But we was in church for quite some, some time, from morning to like the afternoon. But I remember that. So I wanted to, you know, when I first get up here, I want to tell my testimony. Because you know what? The Lord has protected me from seen and unseen danger. Whenever you feel down and stressed out, just remember this. Just think about what he has done for you so far. You're in the land of the living. You are alive. Everything may not be perfect. Well, you know, remember Christ said in this life, you're going to have trials and tribulations. But they come to make you strong. And he promised us that he will never leave us and never forsake us. If God is for me, saints, seasoned saints, where you at? He's more than the whole world against me. And this is why, and this is why a lot of us, a lot of those who's walking around with the spirit of God dwelling inside of us, we have this fire that's shut up in our bones. Not only that, it keeps popping up. When you be trying to sit down and get quiet, you can't because it's coming up like a well of water, like it is right now for me. Yes, honey, I feel it down in my spirit. Now let's get into some feel-good music, as I always like to do. And I'll be right back after this. All right, Church, Irish 96 FM, Season Saints to the whole household of faith. It is time to get into our discussion topic. I'm going to try not to be before you long. Sometimes I can get a little long when it, when it gets good to me. What did Jeremiah say? It's like fire. Shut up in my bones. All right, let's go. 
let's let it rip. Coming from the book of Matthew chapter 4, I'm going to read from um, verses hopefully from 1 through 11, and I'm reading King James Version. Now, it may be slightly different from your King James Version. I am noticing how when I pull up online versus when I'm reading it through Old Faithful, Old Faithful is the is the actual Bible. It's not electronic. It's the book. It's the paperbacks. You know, the paper, the paperback. Now we have our, our Bibles on our tablets or on our phone. But every now and again, I like to pull out Old Faithful and hold it in my hand and flip through the pages. And it's like I did back in the day. Um, my discussion topic is pertaining to those who who feel like you got the fight. I know you got the fight. I know what Paul said. Paul said when he was leaving this earth, he said, I have fought a good fight of faith. But one morning... While I was getting myself together, the Holy Spirit um, visited me and he began to deal with me about this. He began to show me about a day or two before I got the scripture about how the enemy, how the adversary wants us to go back and forth. It wants our attention first. That's how he do it. And he wants to go back and forth with him. He wants a fight. Now, he knows our capability if we stand by ourselves what he does not want is for us to be joined up with the almighty God because he know he can't handle him and that's what pisses him off there's some other stuff that the Lord showed me if I say pissed off I'm sorry I guess I um the northernness is still in me (laughs) I've been saying that since forever the word pissed off but some people may not like that word pissed off if I would translate it he gets a little upset and Satan begins to start being petty so here in the book of Saint Luke I'm sorry not Saint Luke Saint Matthew Saint Matthew chapter 4 verses 1 through 11 you see how I just switched the book and it reads then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, now the tempter is Satan. That's Paul. I'm going to be pausing throughout. Now, Christ didn't call him. Hello? Christ didn't call Satan and say, yeah, come on over here and tempt me for a little bit. I'm in the mood to be tempted. He didn't contact Satan. You know, it's how Satan always pop up where he is not invited. I mean, really? That's so rude. So the tempter came to him. He said, if thou be the son of God, command these stones be made bread. He tempting, he's tempting our savior with the very thing that he need or may want his human side okay he was human and divine may need and want at that moment but check out what christ did he said um and he answered and said it is written he's going to the word let me remind you the bible said that, that in the beginning the word was god and the word was with god right Yeah. So that's why I always say, be careful how you slap the word of the Lord, because technically, in actuality, you're coming after the maker and the creator. And who in their right mind would do that? I wouldn't. So Christ goes, he said, it is written. 
man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Here comes Satan again. Then the devil take, take him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and say unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, he said, if thou, he keeps saying, if thou be the son of God, let's, let's, let's do a quick check. God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit. He, Satan is talking about the God that kicked him out of heaven. So he's a little, he hasn't gotten over that. <laughs> he's being petty, you know, and that's what he do best. He's petty. He keeps saying, if you be. Christ didn't call you, number one, Satan. And number two, he didn't ask you to validate or go through the process of verification of who he is. Christ never asked anybody, can you verify who I am? Because I don't know who I am. If he asks Peter, and if he asks anybody else, it's because he's wanting to know what he already know. But he wants them to come to a realization of who he is. Okay, because you can't please God without faith. You got to first believe, right? He can't even come into your life. He can't even come into your house or your, or your situation or your situation if you don't believe in him, first of all. But what, in other words, Christ saying, what do you say that I am? He'll ask another human being that he's trying to bring to the acknowledgement of God, that he's trying to get saved. In other words, he never acts evil. Oh, he never acts Satan. He don't even, he don't dip and dab with Satan like that. But you notice how Satan dip and dab with him so much? Satan is evil and he's unholy. Why do he keep coming to the holy stuff? Why he keep messing with what God is doing? Won't he go on mind his business? Hmm. Maybe, like I said, maybe he's still jealous. Yeah. And maybe he haven't gotten over the fact that he's been kicked out and he never got what he wanted. I want you to keep that in mind, how Satan never originally got what he wanted. So he's being petty. So let's continue reading. And he said unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down for it is written. He shall, he, wait a minute, Satan, Satan, Satan know the word. Ah, Satan knows the Bible. Say what now? Satan said, for it is written. He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands thou, they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. So Satan knows the word. Of course he do. It's kind of it like, it's kind of like, huh? He do? Yeah. Don't forget that joker was up there. He already been in heaven. He know how it looks. He know how it feels. And he has the audacity that he doesn't want any human being to get a taste of what he was kicked out from. So he's quoting the word of God, isn't he? Look, just check it out. But Jesus said unto him, see that it's a back and forth because Jesus is not letting him override him in his weak point. Jesus is saying unto him, it is written again, like again. Did, did you hear me? Hello. He said, it is written again. Thou shalt not 
tempt the Lord thy God. In other words, can I translate it, Jesus? Heavenly Father in heaven right now before your throne. Can I translate this in, in 2019 terms? Here we go. Hold up. I know you did. You tried it. You tried it, didn't you? Now, hold up. Let me check you real quick, boo. Let me check you. You don't tempt the Lord thy God. Wait a minute. I created you. Hold a chicken wing on. You understand what I'm saying? Don't even go there. You want me to throw myself off? Oh, you jiving me? Won't you throw yourself off? Checkmate. Now, let's get back into the scripture. Verse 8. He says, again. Again, look at it. It says, again, the devil taking him up into an exceedingly high mountain. Here he go again. He always go high and show him all the kingdoms of the world. Like, like, like Satan created those kingdoms and, and the glory of them. Satan don't have no glory. Ninth verse and said unto him, all these things would I give thee. All these things, did he really, did, did, did he really? He said, all these things I will give thee. He's exalting himself and he didn't even create himself. Mm. He's exalting himself and he's trying to put himself as a, like he's in control, like he's the supreme king, like he's a God. And he said, all these things I will give thee. Check that out. If thou will fall down and worship me, is he serious? Stop right there. Hold up. Verse 9 in the book of Matthew, chapter 4, is what this is what God showed me. He said, That is it right there. The Lord spoke to me. He said, That is what Satan originally wanted. And because God kicked him out of his house, he evicted him. You understand me? He didn't want to refinance the mortgage with him. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't even ask for the keys back. God snatched the keys back. And because of that, Satan is now petty and he's now upset and he wants to go back and forth with God's creation, which is us. If you feel like you're in a battle, let me give you a, 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 a tip. Get out of the ring. If you're going to put on some boxing gloves, put on your boxing gloves, but let God stand in front of you. You stand behind God. You stand behind God and let God fight for you. Satan comes to Jesus Satan comes to Jesus and he tempts him. Tempts, is that even a word? <laughs> he tempts him because, and, and he's like, he's going back and forth. He first comes to try to get his attention. He does the same thing to us. Second, the next thing he do, he wants to go back and forth. He wants to play hopscotch, patty cake in the baker's man. Let me break it down. He want to play Uno cards, go fishing, you know, back and forth. And what he's trying to do ultimately, not just to Christ, but to us too. I'm trying to get you to fall down and worship me. Isn't that the purpose and the reason why he became a fallen angel in the first place? There's only one God. You can't have two rolling up in there. 
So God said, you, you getting out of here. Let me tell you something. Don't ever go and try to fight Satan, the spirit of the devil, even if he's using a thing or a person head on. We, we, we have, we may have God's anointing. You may have his power, but you need God to fight for you. That's why he said, let him fight your battle. That's why he, it says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And sometimes it's hard because as human beings, we're so used to react. And the, and, and when we react to Satan, you know what he wants? He looks at your little reaction like, please. He does. He goes, please, like dust to him. But this is your reaction should be. Your reaction should be start praising him. When you start, when we start praising him, when we come with offerings, when we sacrifice, when we testify, when we seek God's face, when we cry out, that aggravates him. Why? Because it reminds him of what he really wants. There are some people that are wanting, you may want something. Someone may be listening to me that you originally want something and it may not be in the will of the Lord. I'm telling you there. I'm telling you, if you look at the news, which sometimes, sometimes is so negative. We see a lot of corruptions. We see a lot of crimes going on. But when you look at the news and you see some things that, that, that God will allow to surface and uncover, the reason why people do that is because that's what they flesh want. That's what they originally want. And some people have this, is, is to have this mentality of control. I want to run things. I want to control things. That is absolutely crazy. That's the same mentality that Satan wanted. That is what got him down in hell in the first place. That's why him and the rest of his crew got evicted. You can't run things. When you are serving the Lord and he's your God, may always remember, I just come to remind you, I feel like I feel like shifting into preacher mode. I stopped by here to tell you, come on here now, season saints. I just want to remind you, you get out of the ring. You're tired because you're fighting off of your own strength and you can't do that. Sometimes we're tired for many reasons. Sometimes we're just tired of this season we're in. I'm tired of what I'm going through. I'm tired of this. But sometimes you have to literally, you say, you know what? I need to get out of the ring. I need to do what Abraham. I need to build an altar and give an offering. I need to build an altar and give an offering. Sometimes you got to do like Moses. You got to lay out before him. But the worst thing anybody can do is to fight the devil or whatever or whoever he's using head on. That's what he wants. He wants to fight God's creation. He can't stand it that we're made in the likeness and the image of him. He can't stand it that we have the ability to have him dwelling inside of us. He cannot stand it. Satan cannot take that mess. He's upset, first of all, that the Son of God made it possible with the new covenant. He made it possible for us to know him and get this indwelling. So he's upset. The Bible said if Satan had known that crucifying Christ was going to make everything all right. He, in other words, he would have never have been crucified. That's why they were hollering crucify him because he thought I got him now. That's what the joker thought. So you can imagine when he rose on the third day with all power, how this, this little, this, this little, you know, 
what the old folks would say in my church from back in the day. Oh, Slewfoot. You can imagine how Slewfoot felt. He said, what? Wait a minute. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Wait a minute. You done made it. He made it possible. Anybody can get straight. That's why there's going to be no excuse. So I want you to think. I want you to think. What do you originally want? Check your agenda. Check your itinerary. There are some people that you are connected with, some folk that have a, 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 an original desire, an original plan that goes up against God. They're contaminated. And if you ain't careful, their influence and that spirit will contaminate everything that's around them. Now you got a group of people who are similar to that. You ever seen people get together looking like a bunch of legions? For an example, because Satan has influenced them, Satan has tricked them, and they all now you you call yourself a group, a gang, or an organization. That that reminds me of a bunch of legions. Legions or demons or evil spirits that has the agenda of what? There's three main things. The only thing they got on their list is kill, steal, and destroy. So I want you to think about your little group, your gang, your organization, and I don't don't come, don't say that it's okay. Don't make no excuse, nothing. Clear, clear your mind and think. What is the original purpose? What are you really trying to get at? Satan did all this little chitter chatter with our Savior just to get to verse 9 and say, you know what? Basically, all I want you to do is to fall down and worship me. Are you serious? He was, how, how, wait, wait, how, what? <laughs> That's what I would have said. I would have swung around so fast and say, what? This is what, this, look at the 10th verse. Jesus didn't ask, then say it, Jesus unto him. Get the hints, Satan. He called his, he called his name. He called him out. You got to do that sometimes. Sometimes you got to look at whatever you're going through or whoever, and you got to rebuke, you got to bind them up, and you got to say, look at here, Satan. It is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. It didn't say worship Satan. It didn't say let somebody else control you. It didn't say, it didn't say mistreat this one. It didn't say watch and invade privacy. None of that. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thy serve. Listen, I'm going through a list. It didn't say to be two-faced either. It didn't say play dirty to get where you want. No. Worship the Lord thy God. When you worship the Lord thy God and him alone, what do you think he would do for you? It aggravates Satan if you worship him. Everybody who's living for God, it will aggravate him. The fact that you're worshiping him, the fact that you're going to his house. That's why he loved to tear us God's stuff up. That's why he roams in the church like he do, because he want to tear it up. Because the church, the congregation, pastors, bishop, prophets, ministers, apostles, listen, you are the ones, ministers, teachers, you are the ones that represent the thing that kicked him out of heaven. Bam. Not just you all, the whole household of faith, the whole body of Christ, the whole church, all of you, from the children to the deacons to the motherboard, the Lord to the ushers, shout out to the ushers, everybody that's just coming together, 
for the sake of, of the edifying of God, for the ministry, for the gospel, you remind him, we remind Satan of the thing that kicked him out of heaven. And he can't stand. That's why he always come after the saints. That's why he goes after the church. He can't stand. That's why he's so petty. He loves it when we fight each other for no reason. And just, just like that scripture, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Here, Christ is not wrestling with flesh. He's wrestling with the spirit. He's wrestling with this thing that was evicted out of heaven. Satan is coming to the thing that 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 kicked him out of heaven. He's coming to the thing that want what he got. You understand what I'm saying? Satan don't want us to get a piece of him, of God. He doesn't want us to get a taste of heaven. Why? Because that's where he used to be. He comes from there. Oh my God, find it hard to believe. He comes from there and the Lord was showing me. You don't go tit for tat with nobody. You don't wrestle with flesh and blood. It's them spirits, them evil spirits. It's them principalities that's moving in that person. You want me to give you attention for what? And you know the outcome is negative. You know what that is? A representative of Satan. You want me to um, um, give you my attention? You want me to pick up your crumbs? I don't think so. Really? That's what Satan wants. Don't you think Satan would rather have Veronica worshiping him than on uh, up here on this platform giving a word? Don't you think he'd rather have me depressed and down, not able to talk? He tried to shut me up so many times. It ain't going to happen. I told the Lord, I'm waiting. Uh, Lord, I look up towards heaven. I said, Lord, you ain't told me to shut up yet. It tried so many times. And let me tell you something. It's still tried. But I'm still here. He tried Jesus. Jesus kept going. Look, look at the 11th verse. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. The moment he called him out and said, Satan, and you know, sometimes I had to do that, and, and, and I'm, I stood back and I knew it was the devil moving in a person. I have monitored it and I have seen how they got, they get quiet when I say Satan. They were running their mouth. The moment I said, look at here, devil, they get right quiet. Cause that's all, that's, that, that's who it was. Or they'll come back real hard and be like, I ain't no devil. I ain't no Satan. I said, I'm not talking to you, boo. I'm talking, I said, move over. I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to that spirit that's using you. And they get, they just get quiet immediately. Because that's all who it was. There is nowhere you're going to be after, be, be a part truly of the body of Christ and the Holy Spirit moving in you and you're going to come at me like that. Stop letting the devil trick you and fool you. That thing that's tricking you, that thing that was tricky was kicked out by God. If God kicked him out, <laughs> I like that word, out, the way I pronounced it. If he kicked him out, why are we going to try to suck him in? Why are we giving him attention? You know, the, the fact that God kicked him out of heaven, do you know what that says? You know how what that speaks of? He threw him out. God is don't God is almighty. Jesus Almighty. He got grace and mercy and love. Do you really think he wants to throw us out? No, Christ went through all that so we can get in. So we can come on in and escape hell. 
So you know he don't want to kick us out. The only thing that wants us to get out, the only thing that wants us to stay out, the only thing that wants to walk around confused is that representative that came from hell. Make sure, check your friends, check your circle. And and mo- above all, check you. Make sure you're not fighting the devil. He, you know what we're going to keep doing? He's going to keep coming back and forth. Back and forth. He's going to keep coming to you too. But you're giving attention to it. It's going to keep coming. And if you don't, it's going it to more than likely, it's going to try to get mean and aggressive because you're ignoring it. That's what you're supposed to do. We're supposed to ignore the devil. We're supposed to ignore him and we're supposed to, you ignore him like this. I'm not coming at you one-on-one Satan. I'm going to come at you with my God. We're supposed to do that. Why did, why is it written? Let the Lord fight your battle. Hello? (laughs) And we're suppo- I'm not supposed to listen to you. The reason why it keep coming is because you're not giving him the response it's looking for. It's looking for a certain type of response that God was showing me. Because that response is looking for, it, it feels and it thinks I'm going to eventually, or over a period of time, get what I originally want from this person. He could say the only thing he wants to do is originally to all of us, pop more than likely is to destroy if he can, if he could kill, if he can, and steal if he can. And anybody that's representing Satan, that's all they're going to do in your life. They can't do anything else. They cannot bless you if you represent Satan. If you're letting Satan use you, you can't bless. How are you going to bless me? How? You don't even have the blesser in you. The blesser is not even operating in you. So I come to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, get out of the ring. Check, get, check, make sure, am, am I in the ring by myself fighting this thing? Get, step out. You're not, you are not weak when you step out. You're not weak when you pull back and say, you know what? I'm going to give God an offering. I'm going to let you handle this one, God. I, I'm, t- I, I, I no. I've been fighting this thing for the longest. I've been talking. It don't work. I've been giving my opinion. It don't work. I done tried this. It don't work. It seems like it's always something back and forth, back and forth. God, I'm tired. I'm I'm tired because I'm doing it. Maybe let me try something different. I'm going to give you an offering. I'm going to do an Abraham, a children of Israel movement. Here's my offering. This is the best I can do at this time. But I'm going to trust you. I need you to do this, God. I need you to strengthen me. Because when the enemy come at me again, I need your strength. I was using my own strength. I ain't doing that no more. Simple as that. I'm not going to do that no more. See, one thing, Christ, he's human and divine. At the end of all of that, the 11th verse, when the devil left him, here comes the angels. And they ministered unto him. Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, it got more power. They, They can defeat every black shadow you may see. I hate to say it, but some people, we see things that's not of the Lord in your home. It may attack you in your sleep. It, that, that ain't no angel boo. <laughs> You'd be like, uh-uh, where am I holy oil? I, I bring, make sure you call on the Lord. Because he, he can cut every black shadow or, or whatever it is that you see or have experienced. He can cut that in half. He can rip that apart. It's hard for us to touch it because we're human. We're in this flesh form. But he can rip it. 
You understand? He's the same God. Let me remind you. He's the same God that when the, I think, is it the, I think it's the Philistines. It's the Philistines. Where is it? Um, they, the ones that, that fought um, a terrible battle with the children of Israel. So many of the children of Israel were killed and they stole the Ark of the Covenant and they propped it up, propped it next to a statue. God reminded me of this. And he told me, he said, I am the same God that cut the head off that statue and the hands. He said, I'm that same God. He said, there was no human being that cut that statue head or hands off. Oh, now keep in mind, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. He's a spirit, but he managed to cut the head off the statue because he was upset. He was angry and they stole the Ark of the Covenant prancing around the city like they did something. God said, all right, I got y'all. And when he did that to that statue, they propped it up again and he cut it down again. He's that same God. Make sure he's in front of you, not behind you. Make sure he's in front of you because Satan, Satan got a problem with anybody who reflects, who matches and who represents that place, that thing that kicked them out of heaven. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm done now. I'm through. I'm through season saints. I'm through season saints. Let me get on down and get take my seat. Because I'm looking at my clock and my time. Lord have mercy. I got five seconds left. Let me get on down here. I'll be back right after this, y'all. I worship 96 FM radio. Listen, we are the best in gospel and Christian music. What's up? It's Veronica Chanel, and this is Lunchtime Flow with the Lady Ball Show. If you have a song you want to hear, log on to our phone app and submit your request there. Did you know you can also leave a voicemail on our website at www.iworship96.com? Listen, I have some great music coming your way. I worship 96 FM radio. <laughs> 